Good morning. We begin with breaking news. A man wanted over a horrifying shooting on a New York subway has been arrested. Live to US correspondent David Woywood in New York. David, he was apprehended after more than 24 hours on the run. He was, yeah, he was, Sal. Good morning. Look, 62-year-old Frank James was arrested not far from here about an hour and a half ago and has now been charged with that single count of a federal terrorism crime. Look, we have just heard from the NYPD. They have updated the situation. Of course, they had been hunting him now for more than 24 hours for his role in this alleged shooting down here on the Brooklyn subway station yesterday morning. 23 people were injured in that attack. Five people are still critical this morning. This was police speaking a short time ago. We hope this arrest brings some solace to the victims and the people of the city of New York. We used every resource at our disposal to gather and process significant evidence that directly links Mr. James to the shooting. We were able to shrink his world quickly. There was nowhere left for him to run. Now, what we know about Frank James is that he was a little bit of a loner. That is according to his family, that he had been posting a number of very violent and threatening videos online. They have now been taken down by Facebook, uh, Twitter and YouTube this morning. And just uh, here in New York, everyone just really uh, breathing a sigh of relief. That active shooter situation, Sal, has now been downgraded. OK, thank you very much. David Warwood reporting in New York for us this morning. Airports around the country are preparing for another chaotic surge of travellers ahead of the Easter long weekend, anticipating the busiest day for domestic air travel since the pandemic began. The CEO of Sydney Airport is predicting more than 80,000 people will pass through the gates over the next 24 hours. Staffing shortages have proven crippling with hundreds of employees either unable to work due to COVID or previously stood down. Qantas says between 20 to 50% of its staff are off work because of the virus. At Melbourne Airport, there are 120 job vacancies across security, cleaning, customer service, maintenance and management. A horror crash in Queensland's southeast has claimed the lives of four young women. Police say all four were in the same vehicle attempting to turn onto the New England Highway near Stanthorpe when they were struck by a semi-trailer. With the lead up to Easter, this is a tragic set of circumstances that's occurred here tonight and uh, resulted in the, the death of four young women um, and certainly the impact that it's going to have on this truck driver is um, certainly going to be an impact for the rest of his life. Investigators are yet to identify the women and they're asking anyone who may have dash cam vision of the crash to get in contact with them. The truck driver was taken to Toowoomba Base Hospital. Four activists have been charged after using a truck to block a lane on Sydney Harbour Bridge, disrupting peak hour traffic. The climate protest group is promising more disruption today and the police minister hopes they'll be hit with the full force of new laws. Standing tall, flare in hand, protesters stop Sydney yet again. This is an emergency situation. Two glued to the Carl Expressway, the other two on top of a truck blocking it. We're on the Harbour Bridge. We're blocking the traffic. Smiling for a selfie as they brought the city to a standstill. They're going to screenshot this. Fireproof Australia proving not to be policeproof. The activists deactivated and arrested one by one, having achieved their goal of mass inconvenience, but not necessarily mass awareness. I didn't even know what they were protesting, to be honest. 
people have had a gutful of this behaviour and they want to see these people arrested, charged, put in jail. Leading the pack was Violet Coco, a serial protester arrested this time last week. As well as last year outside Parliament House. And Alan Glover, a veteran volunteer firefighter and comedian. Both will be subject to tough new laws and potential prison time, but they don't care. A member of your group just this week was sentenced to jail time. That doesn't deter you at all? We're going to keep doing this. It's not going to stop us because it's too important. If we have to, uh, we'll make arrests when we know that there are protests planned before they even take place. But the message to the public is clear. Should Sydney commuters expect to see more of this? I think they should. Amelia Brace, 7 News. Leaders are trying to flip the focus to policy instead of the sideshow as week one of the federal election campaign wraps up. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Taylor, the PM and his opponent are hitting the road again this morning. They certainly are. Sally, good morning. Both hitting the campaign trail yet again today ahead of the Easter long weekend. Anthony Albanese is waking up in Sydney this morning where he will continue to focus on health and spruiking his urgent care clinics. His advisers wanting to hit the reset button following his economic gaffe on Monday where he failed to recall the current unemployment rate and the cash rate. But he was yesterday forced to defend the decision to shelve any change or any review to the current job seeker rate. The Prime Minister is in Tasmania this morning where he will pledge almost $220 million in federal funding to make more wood products in Australia. The policy will form part of the government's pitch to regional voters, particularly in Tasmania, where the coalition is fighting to hold on to crucial seats. However, Scott Morrison was also forced to defend questions about whether he would uh, legislate a Commonwealth integrity Commission, a promise of the 2019 election. He's now pushing Labor to support the current model that is before them. Despite criticisms, it is not strong enough. Sal? Okay, thank you very much. Taylor Aiken reporting in Canberra this morning. Joe Biden has accused Vladimir Putin of committing acts of genocide in Ukraine as fears grow of another Russian offensive in the east. It's the first time the US president has used the word genocide to describe the atrocities, although he has previously said Putin is a war criminal. Moscow hit back at his comment, claiming it's unacceptable and describing it as an attempt to distort the situation. Meantime, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has released a new video warning the war will become an endless bloodbath unless Ukraine is given additional weapons. Queenslanders will no longer need to check in or show a vaccine certificate to enter most venues across the state just in time for the Easter long weekend. As of one o'clock this morning, the mandatory measures were scrapped now that more than 90% of the population is fully vaccinated. But doctors fear more pressure on the health system means patients will suffer. We've got a health system without enough beds, with no surge capacity, so that when there's a spike in the number of people needing to be seen or picked up by an ambulance, we don't have the ambos. 38% of patients in Queensland have been forced to wait more than half an hour for an ambulance. An investigation's underway into the Victorian health system after a 72-year-old man died while waiting to be admitted to hospital. He was forced to wait on a trolley in the back of an ambulance for three and a half hours after suffering a fall. 
When he went to the bathroom, accompanied by a nurse and paramedic, he suffered a cardiac arrest and was unable to be revived. The hospital blames the number of staff off sick and a surge in patients. West Australians are waking up to new freedoms this morning, the state government relaxing a range of COVID restrictions. As of midnight, only household or intimate contacts of a COVID case will be required to isolate. Caps for hospitality venues and private gatherings have been lifted and check-ins have been removed statewide except at hospitals. A quick check of sport now and Collingwood have called in the reinforcements for tonight's sellout clash with Brisbane in the AFL. Star forward John Dugowie makes his return from suspension while Taylor Adams is out of health and safety protocols. American Pie Mason Cox has also been recalled. The game will be Brownlow medalist Lockie Neal's 200th game. You can of course watch all the action from the Gabba live on the screens of seven. Quick check of Thursday's weather now, a shower or two in Brisbane, 26 degrees. Showers for Sydney at times, 23, mostly sunny in Canberra, 21. The same in Melbourne today, 25 degrees, partly cloudy in Hobart, 20 degrees. Partly cloudy in Adelaide, a warm 28 degrees, mostly sunny in Perth, 26. And showers and storms in Darwin, top of 34.